9 p.m. caster, and welcome to How to Take a Break, the podcast. I am so excited that you have tuned in for episode two of the podcast, How to Take a Break to Invest in Your Growth. Before we get started, I want to start with a little housekeeping. Um, I just want to thank you so much for being on this journey with me. This is the second podcast. We started the first podcast at the end of October as a result of a lot of goal and intention setting. And I am so excited about the feedback that I have received and about the suggestions for future topics and the big journey that is ahead. So thank you so, so much for staying on board and jumping on this second podcast uh, episode with me. We're gonna go ahead and get into this. And I just wanna start off, so I'm a, I'm a, I am a big reader, how about that? And um, so I scan a lot of articles, read a lot of books, and in researching for this episode, before I jumped into it, I reread an article, a 2014 Forbes article, by Kathy Caprino, and I will put the link in the notes for the podcast. And it basically says that the writer is going to give five reasons women resist investing in themselves. And when I speak of investing in yourself, and um, this is what I gather from other people when they talk about investing in yourself, this could mean going back to school, attending network events, certifications, personal development. This could even be you bringing in a regular time to go to the library and check out books on finance or check out books and purchase books on your career and then setting aside the time to read those books and analyze those books and figure out how these teachings go hand in hand with your life. So we talk about investing in yourself, ways to help you grow in a certain area. So that's just a little mini commercial break on investing in yourselves. But back to this article, Kathy Caprino talks about reasons why women resist investing in themselves. And it talks a lot about the confidence gap. That's a good thing to also look up. But she says, and I found this very, very interesting, women often do, in fact, let their doubts and insecurities about themselves stop them Whereas men tend to push forward despite their doubts. And that just really struck a chord for me. Being in the professional realm in in so many things, I am a scientist on one hand and just finding um, different people who've come to me asking about mentorship and, and just noticing how small and few that number is. And even when I approach people and even men to mentor me, how shocked they are that I've kind of stepped up because they don't get a lot of requests from females in this realm. But I've always looked at that as investing in my my personal growth because I want to go further in my career. So even as my career as a scientist and my career in communications realm, I'm always trying to find things that I can do. And that could, you know, Um, be from my childhood because I was the oldest kid and um, I had to step up into the extra parent role at a very early age. And it could be different for other people, but I know that was definitely a a trigger for me. But even so, with all that in hand, I too have struggled at times with making time to invest in myself. One example was in 2013, I went back to school to get my MPH. 
and everything that could happen happened (laughs) during that time period. There were issues with kids, issues with money and things like that. And one big thing is I I had like a, a whole list of naysayers where that would shake my confidence would would ask why I was doing this, would ask, you know, almost what gave me the right to take the time for myself, the time away from my family, the time away from my kids, the time away from my job, people um, even try to say, which is why I didn't let many people know, because I was still working full time with this. Um, basically the biggest thing I sacrificed during that time was that I really didn't watch TV because my priority was to better myself. And, and it worked out because that spearheaded a whole new chapter of financial growth and, and all sorts of things for my family with me starting and getting that MPH. But it had to be that push. And I knew it in my head, but so many times we let other people come in and tell us what we can't do what we're not allowed to do instead of thinking of why do I need to push forward? What am I doing this for? Why is this of value and important to me? So I thought about that a lot when I was doing my master's of public health journey. And even more recently, I'll recount this past weekend, I applied and was invited to attend the Cantu and Curl Box Masterclass 2019. And I'm going to read you a little bit about what this masterclass was. Um, and they posted this on their Cantu X, so it's Times Curl Box Masterclass 19 Instagram account. They say it is, they are hosting a full day masterclass for people who embody the spirit and boldness of the Cantu brand to learn the key tools to becoming the best version of yourself. So initially, I looked at it and, and something in me jumped. It was like, oh my goodness, this is such a great great opportunity. I'm a big fan of my late Teal and Curlbox is her company. Of course, like many women of color, we probably all have some Cantu items in our bathroom. So I was so excited initially, but then in the back of my head, I began to think, well, do I even have the time? And I, I struggled with that a lot, even being so bold sometimes of, of knowing that I need to prioritize myself and my career. Again, there's always that thing in the back of your head going, but do I really have the time for this? And, you know, what's the cost? Who's going to take care of my kids? Who is going to do X, Y, and Z? Maybe the house needs to be clean. But I leaped and I jumped, I applied, and then I was invited to attend this event. So yay, it was great. It was full of excitement. And I attended the event in Atlanta on Saturday and learned some great lessons. And I am actually going to use the the three breakaways that we have on every episode to summarize the biggest lessons that I learned of that day. And if you um, look at my Instagram, you will see one of my posts. Because the, the biggest thing, and I will tell you this off the off the cuff, that I have struggled with in recent years is trying to overcome believing that I, this belief that I am not enough. So younger me, early in my career me, 20s me, (laughs) if you will, was so fearless. But sometimes now it feels as if I am going backwards. Like I'm waiting for someone to give me permission. Like I look around a room and feel like I'm not supposed to be there. And so what I posted this Saturday was sitting in this room full of these gorgeous, accomplished women 
these huge influencers and feeling a little small initially, if I'm being very, very honest, then having a light bulb moment after talking to um, some of the young ladies around me and, and listening to the speakers and just recognizing like, aha, this is my time. And I am right where I'm supposed to be. I just need to get comfortable with stepping up and accepting what is for me because I am enough. Um, so that is the biggest thing. And I don't know if any of you have ever felt like that. I would love to um, get some emails and discuss this in, in the coming weeks, but just recognizing that you are enough. And when you recognize that you are enough, I feel like it's even easier to invest in yourself because then you feel like you're worthy of this self-investment. You are worthy of taking these classes to get this certification. You are worthy of getting this degree. You're worthy of taking the time out of your schedule to research how to have better finances, how to make your family more financially fit to leave a legacy for someone. You are worthy of getting this extra knowledge. And so that was the biggest overall lesson. And so now I'm going to go into my three breakaways. That's the thing that the takeaways that we hope that you take away from every episode of how to take a break. These are the three breakaways that I learned from this weekend. Number one, this is so important. Don't be afraid to show your receipts. Thea Monier was um, on the stage and she started her presentations with a slide that listed all of her accomplishments. This is something I have struggled with and especially being in the professional space because I have had people kind of look at my resume and act like, mm, like it's some type of fakeness or, oh, well, you shouldn't show that because then people will think that you're making something up or like, you know, you really didn't do that. And you have to understand a lot of times when people are telling you stuff like that, they're speaking on their own insecurities. And yes, my resume is 10 pages. And I have been around people with even longer resumes than me. They don't look like me. So take a look at my Instagram pictures and you will connect the dots on that. But yeah, stand on that. Stand on your receipts. My resume is 10 pages long. And if you look at all 10 pages of that resume, you will see things not copy and pasted, honey. You will see things that I have done, I have accomplished, that I have worked and done these great, awesome things. And I need to stand on that. I need to talk about that. How can you dissuade me from showcasing how awesome I am? So that's what I got from that. Don't be afraid to show your receipts and let people know this is what they get when they're dealing with you. This is why you are worth the time. You are worth the effort. You are worth taking a break to invest in yourself. Number two, practice saying what you need. And I think now that I'm sitting here thinking about this, um, it, it goes probably hand in hand with knowing that you are enough. Because when you know you are enough, you also get a fearlessness of saying what you need. And this is also um, a Thea Monier thing where she said unmet needs can lead to blocked blessing because when you're sitting up there and you're not saying what you need then you start to get bitter you start to get resentment and so this can be a business and a personal thing if you're out here and you know you want a husband on a personal level or you know you want a certain type of relationship but you're not 
saying this to your potential partners, you start to become bitter. You start to be more resentful of this person, but you haven't told them what you need. It's the same at your job. If you know you want to go off and do some type of special project, you can't expect your manager to read your mind. You need to let them know, this is what I need so that I can be better in my craft. I need this break for a week to work on this project so I can get better. I need this training so that I can be a better employee for you. You can't just sit there and be like, well, maybe they'll notice or it'll pop up in their mind to take notice that I should be in this training. No, you need to practice saying what you need. That's very powerful. Finally, number three, you should love everything you own in your wardrobe. So I kind of flipped it on you, <laughs> but this is also very important. And again, goes back to the big central overall thing of I am enough. Because when you are enough and you know you are enough, you're not dressing for anybody else. You're dressing for you. So when you look in your closet, look in your closet. Do the Marie Kondo stuff and, and, and ask if something is sparking joy in your closet. I did that early this year because I was moving and it was groundbreaking because then I started to question, well, why do I own this? Do I own this for somebody else? I own this dress because I think other people will like me in, in this dress, but this dress is uncomfortable. This dress does not make me feel good. I want things in my life, things in my closet that when I look in the mirror, I'm like, that chick right there, you need to come at her because she is great. She is awesome. So you should love everything you own in your wardrobe. So, and just take a fashion journey, if you will. I know I have been on one trying to figure out, you know, what is me? What is this idea of me that I am trying to sell? Is this an authentic me? Or is this something that someone has manufactured me to be? So those are the three breakaways. And I will just restate them. Don't be afraid to show your receipts. That's number one. Number two, practice saying what you need. Number three, you should love everything you own in your wardrobe. And the overall uh, message I got, which is not a breakaway, but just an overall message that I just really, really want to hammer home is that you are enough. You are enough. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two, how to take a break to invest in your growth. I look forward to having you tune in again for the next episode, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks. Bye.